You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapped It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see. What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, happy new year, January 1st, 2021, a new beginning, quote of the day, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Please believe it. We got to end this fucking 2020 bullshit. Start with a new, fresh uh, beginning. And uh, I thought that quote was uh, fitting for the time period that we are in. But another Slapdick podcast here. I wanted to drop one on New Year's. Get it going. Uh, New Year's Bowl Day. Food. Some family, if you can, uh, shitty ass time period we're in. This show is brought to you by Bet Online, though. Um, as we, uh, it's fitting for the bowl season. You know, we got Georgia, Cincinnati, which will be a good game. You got Auburn, Northwestern, and then you got the uh, playoffs: Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. No better time than BetOnline.ag. The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are here today. There's 10 basketball games on tonight and today. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA title or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag today. I'm betting big today. New Year's, new beginning. Like I said, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings in. We need to get this thing going. Might as well start today. So, hey, scared money don't make money. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Let me get into the show. Titled A New Beginning. All right, that's fitting, of course. Um, you know, we got... Might as well, right? We we got a it's a new beginning and uh hey. I've been grinding all my life. I don't know if you have, but I expect to even step it up a little bit more this year. So it's fitting to start the new year off with uh, a little nipsey because uh seems like yesterday he was killed. Seems like yesterday Kobe was killed. This feels awkward going into another new year without Kobe. But, but who's going to grind, man? That's what it's about. Um, let me start off this show, man. I'm giving you guys a little heat in the background. I'm a fucking DJ. I should be a DJ. Hey, it's what it is, right? There's bowl games today, and I want to start off by saying how much of a slap in the face it is for these guys like Mac Brown, legendary guys who have uh, 
a ton of kids opting out of a bowl game today against a Texas A&M. Like, North Carolina's not used to being in New Year bowl games. Mac Brown's done a hell of a job in just a few years. And how kids don't finish what they start, it blows my mind. And uh, I just don't understand. Then you got these guys out there saying, well, coaches can leave and take another job and leave the kids hanging. They do. But this, like I said on the last show, they deserve it because they've earned the right. These kids have not earned shit yet. And I, you guys keep getting it twisted. And you ain't teaching them shit yet. You're teaching them how to quit. And uh, it blows my mind, man, that, uh, you know, a dude like Mac Brown comes back to a place like North Carolina. Like, who's pushing the kids to play the bowl game from North Carolina's perspective? This guy just brought you to a New Year's bowl game. And you can't. You can't fucking play for him in a bowl game? You opt out? After the fact you've went through a COVID season? This would be the year you don't opt out because you just went through the most tumultuous season of all time, and now you opt out? Man, that just blows my mind, dog. And it just it's, it's, it's sad because it's like you guys don't, you guys don't fucking know how to finish shit, man. And so... uh I don't know. That's my opinion, man. Uh, you know, just my opinion. What do I know? I just, I uh, just keep seeing it and, uh, doesn't, doesn't change. It ain't changing. So I don't, I don't know, but they play tomorrow. Um, and, uh, A&M, you know, A&M could have been a, a playoff team. You know, North Carolina smacked Miami, uh, didn't play Clemson, but, but lost to Notre Dame, played them tough for a while. So they're probably who they are and where they should be. Um, he's getting better over there already. North Carolina's getting better, and they're more competitive every year. He's been there, but, you know, kids can't even play in the bowl game, man. And uh, a guy tweeted out, a coach of all people tweeted out yesterday, uh, everyone who says kids are soft um, over the age of 30 need to check themselves because – Kids aren't soft and blah, blah, blah. So I went on to say, listen, you might be right. But as sure as my coaches and parents sure as hell were a lot stronger and tougher and meaner than they are now, which probably creates soft ass kids. I don't blame kids for anything ever. Just so we're clear. When you turn 21, though, you're a man. So we're clear. But having said that, even 21-year-olds don't know what they don't know. And the bottom line is these kids, um, these, this coach that posted this tweet, he didn't give any justification as to why. You can't just make a blanket statement and say kids ain't soft, stop saying it, and then not give any fucking <laughs> merit to what you say. The bottom line is you can say that, but what are you saying that causes it? What do you, why are, you can't sit here and say kids aren't softer because that's just a fact that they are. But why are they? See, I don't blame the kid. I blame the parent and the coaches who tweet shit out like you just did. And I don't know this coach. I don't have no problem with him. I don't know him. But he seemed a little younger on the younger side. And a lot of guys responded to my tweet saying, yes, I agree. It's the coaches and the parents that have created it. 
because I believe kids only do what they're taught and see, and they're they're a see do um, type of uh, generation. That's what we got. So parents allow it. Coaches don't coach it. They allow it. And you've created a soft culture. That's just what it is. I don't care. You can't tell me they're not softer. But it's not their fault. See, that's that's how you explain it. If that's what you're sticking to. Some cats come out and say, oh, these kids are soft. This generation soft. I don't necessarily say that. It's because of something. There's a reason. So, you know, someone else posted, uh, my grandfather was hard as fuck. Then my dad was a little softer. And then I'm a little softer. And my son now is a little softer. Now, I don't agree with that. <laughs> my grandfather was a hard ass. My dad was a hard ass. And I haven't become any softer. I'm just telling you. So it's what you allow. It's what you believe. It's how you interact, build relationships, and create your own, so to speak, culture or destination. You, you, you know, we create our own destinations. It's just the path that we travel uh, that's a little more, you know, bumpy for some or a smooth ride for some. So I don't know. I'm just telling you, I don't believe in that whole... Uh, I don't believe in the whole kids ain't softer thing. I think they are, but it's for a reason. And uh, don't just make statements saying they're so- they're not softer. And if you don't have no fucking backing on it, at least come out and say, well, I think parents have created it or coaches have created it. Don't fucking sit here and defend coaches nowadays that and say kids ain't softer. Because that's a fucking slap in everybody's face that had to go through what we had to go through. So your young ass as a coach making those tweets better recognize and pay some fucking homage to the cats that spilt all their blood, sweat, and tears the hard way. You motherfuckers ain't had no three-a-day practices ever. That's all we had growing up with no water. Nobody bitched and moaned. And you know the cold part is? Nobody fucking died either. That's the crazy part about it. it. We live in a different world. We live in a fucking entitled world. And I believe the entitlement begins from the enablers, parents, and coaches. That's just what it is, in my opinion. So you can say what you want. But... You got to be able to fucking back it up if you're going to say kids ain't soft. Stop saying it. <laughs> yeah, they are. Did you see the fucking Mississippi State Tulsa game yesterday, motherfucker? That's soft shit. <laughs> and coaches allowed it. They didn't coach it. Mike Leach is in the fucking stands taking pictures and selfies and shit. He allowed it. He taught it, matter of fact. I lost a ton of respect for Mike yesterday, and I know him well, and I fucking sent kids to him. But what he did yesterday was wrong, and I don't give a fuck. That's not an opinion in my, in my, in, in my mind. It ain't an opinion. It's a fucking fact. None of his staff was helping out. I know Coach Montgomery at Tulsa. I know he's probably livid. I know how he runs a program. He's a little more discipline-oriented than Mike is. I know he's pissed. 
But at the same time, brother, he wasn't around either. We are what we do, not what we say we do. Then Mike Leach came out and started talking about it ain't a big deal. I ain't going to really talk about it much longer. I'm going to say don't do it again. That sounds like a dude that makes five to seven, ten million dollars a year and knows he can get another job somewhere else real easily because this is a fucking recycled business that really don't have an investment in those motherfuckers. And I could be way out of bounds in saying it right now. I could sound like a fucking ESPN analyst and be totally off kilter. But that's what I get. That's what I see. That's how I take it. And that's just my what I'm sticking with. Because you can't sit here and tell me that you say something like that. That it ain't a big fucking deal. And I'll just say don't do it again. Da, da, da. And you got the fucking dude that kicked the motherfucker in the head and ran off like a little pussy. On Twitter or on Instagram later on in the locker room calling the kid a bitch and how hard he is. And post it live for the nation to see. But we don't have soft kids. Get the fuck out of here. That motherfucker would have been fucking. I don't know. I'm not going to say what I did. Number one. Number two, he'd been kicked off that day. He wouldn't have been allowed in my locker room. He would have got his shit sent to him and I don't give a fuck how good he was his little bitch ass would have been gone that's some bitch shit and guess what it ain't being coached differently it ain't being coached how not to do shit like that because it's evident both teams look like a fucking shit show but everybody talks shit about me well, look at your shit. Look at you. You and Coach Sims. Two grown men, number one. Number two, kids got into it after that game. That was the biggest issue I've ever had with the team. But that was my team defending me. See, y'all don't get it. Nobody was defending Mike Leach or fucking Phil Montgomery. Them motherfuckers were in the stands taking selfies. I've never had a kid or a team brawl ever. That little skirmish after the Garden City game, that wasn't shit. And that was controlled. You saw me, my staff, and I in the mix pulling my kids. My kids listened after a fucking two yells, and they started to get back out. Because they know I'll cut them. They know that ain't what it is. They know we teach it in practice and we actually plan fake fight between two guys and we set it up and we want to see other guys react. I used to practice it. You can't fucking tell me that's just being practiced. We started the no shirt prior to the game shit. Go look at Netflix, Last Chance You. All my fucking kids came out for Coffeeville season three in a fucking 10 degree weather game with no shirts on because I told them putting Vaseline on. Everybody wear Vaseline. It'll keep you a little warmer, you guys. A little secret. A little baby oil of Vaseline under your armpits, on your groin, major arteries, blood flow. Keeps you a little warmer. If you didn't know, check it out. But. My kids do that shit, knucklehead goons I had, but they went out and practiced. They didn't talk to nobody else. Well, that shit was seen on Netflix. Guess what? It's been happening at the NCAA level since the show came out. 
Sorry to break everybody's fucking burst your bubble. You didn't see that shit before that. But now it's become a fucking mockery. Cats take their shirt off, walk out there and start jawing at each other. And then they want to take punches and slaps and shit. And then it becomes into escalation of the situation. And then after the game, you get what you get. Yesterday was a fucking joke, in my opinion. It was a perfect ending to a fucked up year, to a JV football season that I told everyone should never have happened. And you had a fucking brawl that came out, and Mike Leach defends it, basically. And Montgomery didn't say too much about it. And we'll just go about our day. Kids, go ahead. Tweet about it. Go on Instagram Live. Talk about how, bi- how much of a bitch the kid is that you kicked in the face as you ran away. Motherfucker. You coach it or allow it. That shit was allowed. It seems like it wasn't given a fuck about. Shows me that it ain't being coached. And we're taking it for granted. And I'll just take my five million. And I ain't really tripping. It's a joke. Presidents and ADs, you guys are a fucking joke for allowing it. Because, again, you hire search committees without doing any research. You recycle and hire a dude that just got fired, and he he didn't even win at that program just because he's Mike Leach or a name. (sighs) That shit irks me, man. As a football coach that don't allow dumb shit, that irks me right there because that shit right there should never have happened. And it shows me more and more that we ain't coaching shit no more. We're allowing it 100%. We got coaches. Mike Leach has been in this business forever, and he's in the stands taking selfies. You were 3-7, and seven, motherfucker. You got in a bowl game because it's COVID. And you're taking selfies? I would have been in Embarrassed. First of all, I wouldn't even have went to the bowl game. Second of all, he's saving face with boosters and alumni and shit in the crowd, taking selfies and pictures after a four and seven season, beating a team that had a good record in Tulsa, but is not an SEC program. You should have beat him by thirty. You beat him by three, and take selfies at four and seven. Man, we got no humility no more. Coaches, players, man, it's unbelievable. And we allow a bench-clearing brawl to occur and and give no fucks about it and say, well, we'll just say we don't happen again. It's a football game. People get hit. Motherfuckers look up to you guys, man. Now you got high school kids that ain't going to say the same shit. It's going to trickle down. Shit rolls downhill. Now the kids, what if high school team breaks out and kid gets stomped out or a parent gets hurt or fucking parent in the crowd it's a joke to me, man. You guys don't understand the effect and the platform we have. You have just take your little five million and don't worry about shit. They gotta pay me. Shit, they could fire me. They gotta pay me, right? That's all you can say. It's evident in your coaching. I'm not just talking about Mike Leach. I'm talking about everyone out there. Because I used to coach that shit. Fake fights. Coach it. You saw it on the show. I coached it in practice. 
I wanted to see motherfuckers leave the cra- leave the bench. You either coach it or allow it. Period. There's no fucking gray area, man. Just my opinion. Full-on mockery yesterday, and for the cat to not even fucking have any remorse, I would have been on that stand motherfucking everybody on that mic after the game. He's uh, not a big deal. It's football. What did you expect? People get hit. Uh, while you're taking a selfie in the fucking crowd, shows me you ain't coaching shit. You're allowing that shit. Hate to be this pissed, man. I like Mike, but fuck it. I'm a realist. Maybe I won't coach no more. People blackball me. They already pretty much have anyway. So let's be real. You're telling kids in their homes, in their parents, that this come to my school, you're going to be a better man when you leave my program. No, you're not. You're worse than you ever were. Leaving your fucking programs. Coaches. You guys ain't teaching shit. You're teaching the basic script and schedule that everyone in America uses so you can get in and out of practice, go fast, and you can go fucking back home and chill and make $5 million, have your GAs do all your breakdown and fucking film at breakdown and fucking scouting reports and study hall and class checks if it even is serious like it would be for me. And then you go about your the best life in the world. $5 million to work how long you do, whatever. Please. It's a fucking mockery and a joke. It's appalling to watch what happened yesterday. I'm going to be honest. When I was a player at Compton College, we played East L.A. Junior College, and then we had the worst after-game riot in junior college history. And I learned then to never allow your kids to take off your helmet, number one. We didn't take our fucking helmets off until we were in the huddle on a knee listening to me or in the lo- until we were in the locker room. Because I seen a cat get his fucking wig split by a helmet, full on swung, cracked the middle of his head, split open, blood squirting everywhere. I seen a dude with his full on cast clothesline a motherfucker and give a dude an aneurysm because he hit a fucking helmet on the ground when he landed. I've seen some shit in that. We had a riot. I'm talking about crowd was involved, shootings. Compton and East L.A., two inner city fucking one barrio, one hood that hated each other. Brown in a black town. The worst riot. And I have it on my I have it on my film on my highlight film, to be honest. It was my sophomore. It was my freshman year uh, at Compton College. Um, And uh, just telling you, bro, I, 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 I opted to never allow that shit to happen under my watch if I ever coached because I was in it. I saw it and I'd seen what it can do. And I saw the negative light it just gave to two inner city schools and inner city kids that this is the best we are. This is as good as we can get. This is expected. Black and brown. Fuck it. Why not? Nah, motherfucker. We allowed it that day. We didn't coach it up. You coach it or you allow it. Period. 
You can't fucking sit up here and tell me anything otherwise. And I don't want to hear no fucking bullshit on Twitter and Instagram when I say something about it because it's a fucking bullshit, soft move. So don't tell me kids ain't softer. Tell me why they're softer. And then tell me why the coaches allowed them to be soft and the parents allowed them to be soft in the way they are. You can't tell me when I grew up that I was allowed to kick a dude on the way down in full-on football uniform and run off like a bitch. My dad would have beat the fuck out of me that night. Who got the fuck beat out of them last night by their parents after that bullshit? Nobody. That's who. The coaches didn't even fucking reprimand nobody that we know of yet and okayed it and was like cool with it after they took a selfie. Come on, man. This is the year. It's a new beginning. Coaches, you don't have to like me. You don't have to respect me. But if you're real, you'll recognize this is real game. Go be different and change the game. It's a new beginning. Go fucking be new. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings in. Don't let's keep it real. I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. Fuck it. Hope you understand. You can pull my foul yourself. Spot rage, swallow rocks. I'm getting high myself. Damn right, I like the life I built. I'm from West Side 60. Shit, I might got killed. Standing so tall, I think I might got stills. Legendary baller like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala thug. Just trying to tell you, man, you guys think it's all fucking glitter and gold, man. And people are going to really condone. They're going to really condone what happened last night. And, and, and there's people in the Mississippi State, Tulsa, boosters and backing will be like, oh, fuck it. Can't fire them anyway. We paid them $5 million. Because the presidents and ADs don't do any research. They don't really go, no, go into it. Oh, fuck, Mike Leach is a popular guy. Fuck, he's crazy on social media and, we, and, uh, and you know, he's out the box thinker and fuck it. We're cool. What has he won? <laughs> what has he won? Because he's cool? Man, I want the motherfucker to coach my kid up the right fucking way. Fuck being cool. I want my kid's life to be saved in 10 years when he leaves and faces a fucking situation like he did yesterday and not do no stupid ass shit. That's the coach I want to play for. Man, don't give me no fucking D1 job, ADs and presidents, because you guys are, it's over. I'll fuck around and win this whole thing every year. You motherfuckers don't get it. We'll win in the real game, though. (laughs) Not only will I win in the field, on the field, we'll win in the fucking... Every kid in America will come fucking play for me because they know real recognize real. That's what you guys don't get. And my kids will be fucking coached up in every aspect. Life and the game. These motherfuckers ain't being coached up. Life or the game. Go get the best player. Let's make them fucking come out here. Let's just look better. Alabama, they're coaching up their dudes. No question. I'm not talking about every coach. But... There's a lot of life things out there that ain't happening. Just telling you. You see the difference. And it's little things, man. Little thing. I don't know if I've seen Alabama's kids come out early with no shirt on and talk shit. Have you? I don't know if dudes get off an Alabama bus and not in the same attire. All of them. Have you? 
Did you see Mississippi State get off the bus yesterday? <laughs> Dude, it's st- little things, man. People say it's a cliche, it's fucking whatever, it don't mean shit, but the day starts by making your bed. I do believe that shit. A lot of people don't. But it starts prioritizing your day, and especially, and you know, maybe not when you're older or whatever, but in college, I do believe that's true. Ask my kids. I used to tell them motherfuckers, you make your bed? You know why? You know why it's crucial to make your bed? Because you were up early enough to make the bed and get to where you're supposed to be on time. Cats don't make their bed because they get up, fuck it, and just run to practice or weights or whatever. That's the fucking reason I told them to make their bed. Because they won't get up at four in the morning and get to practice just and leave their shit. No, get up early. Do your shit. Be ahead of the game. Don't let an alarm clock be the only reason you wake up, fellas. But we ain't coaching it. We're allowing it like a motherfucker. It's evident last night in a BCS or in a bowl game, I mean, between an SEC team. Sankey should be fucking livid. He should call Mississippi State's president and say, you're a fucking joke for allowing that. Well, we hired a search committee to hire Mike Leach. I didn't even hire him. That's your fault. It's your problem. Why don't you go do some fucking research on who you're hiring? It ain't just Mike Leach. I sound like I'm pissed at Mike Leach. Well, fuck it. I am, but I don't have no right to be. Who gives a fuck? Mike Leach don't give a fuck what I feel. And I don't give a fuck what he feels. What I'm saying is we saw what happened. So at this, I'm a member of the media, I guess, at this, at this point, and I, I hate it. But that's how fucking appalling that shit was to watch as a coach last night. Former coach, whatever you want to call me. But a motherfucker that stands for something wouldn't allow that shit. Just saying. Call it what you want to call it. Anyway, um, I got... I want to see Cincinnati play Georgia. I'm curious. The game's on right now. We're at 9.19 a.m. on the West Coast. Um, I want to see if Georgia don't blow them out. If Georgia don't blow them out. See, this is the thing, though, I was going to talk about. There, I don't put a lot of merit into these bowl games when people opt out. When all these kids opt out and these games, Cincinnati may want to play Georgia, but Georgia don't want to play Cincinnati. Just telling you, they don't. Because since Georgia wanted to play in the BCS bowl game, so that's just what it is. That's what I'm saying, and I'm sticking to it. Um, you know, Northwestern plays Auburn. Who gives a fuck, right? Um, Alabama, Notre Dame, um, I, I expect a blowout. I, I don't, like I said, Notre Dame deserves to be in it because they beat Clemson, and then they lost to him at the end. I, I mean, I don't believe they deserve to be in it, but I'm just saying that's why they're put in it, and um, it is what it is, right? I expect Clemson to beat Ohio State, but I wouldn't not be shocked if Ohio State pulled it off. Um, let's just see what kind of gall the kids have. Fuck 6-0. We're going to come out and beat your ass. Or is Dabo right and six games ain't enough and those kids ain't gelled enough? I don't think Justin Fields is who everyone thinks he is. Um, I've, I've said it before. Um, 
you know, you, you transferred from Georgia with a backup, being a backup to a guy that'll never play in the NFL. How fucking good are you? I don't know. That's just me, but, you know. No, coach, he, he bettered himself. He transferred. Motherfucker, stick it out a year and shut the fuck up. Everyone's fucking, that's a cop-out. Transfer. Eh, fucking transfer. Anyway, listen, man, it's a new year. I don't need to rant on. I appreciate you guys. It's a new beginning. Remember that shit today going forward. Let's start this shit off the right way. Get through the 2020 bullshit year. Wear a mask if you got to wear a fucking mask. Let's get through this shit and get this over with so we can fucking end this thing and get back to life. Let's get some crowds back in games. Let's fucking not opt out. Let's not. Let's develop some tough skin. Let's create some competitive edge. And, you know, let's keep grinding, man. Hey, happy new year, brothers, sisters, everyone. Stay safe. Be healthy. Peace. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, I'm married to this gang, that's who I made my wife. Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right. 